What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender here. I got Adam Ronis with me, of course. And uh, what's going on, Adam? How's uh, how, how are things going for you now that, you know, we've had a, a bit of a settle down, right? Today for MLB, it was all about uh, arbitration, you know, signing the deal before going to arbitration. So there wasn't a whole lot of like, you know, free agency talk anymore. That's kind of died down. It's kind of died down a little bit in the NFL. We had the Matt Ryan trade yesterday. Um, and then NBA, the season's almost over, right? Aren't you, uh, you're gearing up for the playoffs soon? Well, I'm in the playoffs this week. I only did one season long league. You know, that's where NBA takes a hit for me because of the timing. And now that we're back to a regular routine, you know, the season starts like, you know, third week of October. And at that point, baseball is just ending and NFL fantasy football is in full swing. So it's hard for me to, cause it always sneaks up on me. So I only did, I only do my home league head to head league and I am in the championship this week. So uh, yeah, sweating that one out, uh, going up against uh, Frank Stample of CBS and Greg Sussman, they share a team. Um, and we clearly had the two best teams all year, but right now, yeah, is, this they, the, is this the league that Cheyenne's in? Yeah. She lost in the semis to them. Um, oh. Man, they have, their team is really good. Like I, I had the best team most of the year. They have kind of surged over the last few weeks to pass me because uh, they're healthier right now. Um, but their team is very good. They don't have any guys sitting. It's bullshit. Like so, like yesterday. No, <laughs> it's no bullshit. No, like they. No, here's the thing. So they're they, you. You need some breaks, right? So for example, the Sixers played on Monday, and Bead and Harden were both out. They have Tyrese Maxey. Maxi scored 28 and somehow Philly beat Miami. That's one of those games, man, where so Miami was favored earlier in the day, minus three, Harden and Embiid are out. The line goes to eight. Everyone's on Miami. Philly won straight up. <laughs> I didn't bet it. Um, but no, they, they got Kate Cunningham, who's really um, surging and finishing his rookie season strong. Darius Garland, who I gave out yesterday over nine and a half assists. And I told mm -hmm. you during the potty cast it midway through the third quarter. He's he's balling out. So they just have a really Jokic man. So Gilgis Alexander, who okay, here's another break they had. Gilgis Alexander has been sitting on back to backs because I mean the Thunder are tanking. They're one of the worst teams, but they're like, oh yeah, he's got a bad ankle, so we want to monitor it. They don't have a back to back the rest of the year, so he can play every game this week. Tyler Hero, who I know had a bad game Monday, but has been scoring twenty plus points every game. So the team is just stacked where. One of my best players, Brandon Ingram, has been out a couple weeks with a hamstring injury. Um, Cameron Payne had an illness and set out. Cameron Johnson. So, you know, I have some lesser players going, but we'll see. I mean, right now it's 5-4, but their team right now is a little bit better than mine. I think my team was probably the best team for 70% of the season. And then, you know, it's kind of tailed off a little bit. But um, I just have to – we only do moves twice a week, Monday morning. So we already did one and now Thursday morning for the weekend and that's it. So I have to really look at the games played and, you know, make tough decisions. You know, if a guy has one game from Thursday to Sunday, I might have to cut him because I need to accumulate stats. Isn't that just the classic argument right there of why you should be playing Roto and not head to head? Well, yeah, I've I put it up for vote every year and these guys always want to do head to head. I look, I know it's more exciting, but. Games play become such a factor. There were a couple like Devin Vassell from the Spurs has two games this week. I cut him. I, he had one game um, 
is it tomorrow? I think this, yeah, this first play tomorrow. And a lot of teams are playing. So I looked, I'm like, he's not cracking my lineup because I have everyone else. And then he plays one game Thursday through Sunday. Got to cut him. The, yeah, I got to find someone who's going to, like tonight was a four game slate. Not a lot of guys playing. So I said, all right, I got to pick up someone who's playing on Tuesday. And I picked up Jonathan Kamingo, who so far at halftime, 10 points, four rebounds and one assist for Golden State. So hopefully he can finish the. But yeah, I mean, it comes. It's all numbers, man. Your strategy. It's like who has more games played. <laughs> it's crazy. But that's that's the way the game goes. And, you know, that going in and you just have to plan that strategy accordingly. And, you know, for those that are still maybe have this as their semis and finals the next week. Same thing. You if you're in a head to head league. You know, mine is not daily moves either. So if you can stream it in and out, it's different. And maybe you have a max each week. So, again, know your league rules. We went over this. Child um, Wars participants, please pay attention. Um, but, yes, you have to know the league rules. And the games played are so important, man. Even if it affects your shooting percentages a little negatively, you got to get those points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. So it, it's a different game. Once you get to the playoffs, you, you got to play differently. Once you get to the playoffs, you do. You have to play differently. You got to deal with those matchups. That's yeah. But again, you know, yeah. That's um. I don't think I'm in any any head-to-head baseball leagues anymore. Oh no, I just I just looked for confirmation. Uh, I am in one head-to-head league this year for uh, for fantasy baseball, and I've I've never you know I, I like I stopped doing it because you know it was just it was such a pain in the ass because you would you would dominate all season long. Like you were doing in basketball, and then you get to the playoffs, and suddenly, you know, your guys, you don't have two start weeks for your your top guys. Um, they do have, t- you know, two start weeks that are tops for those guys, and so, you know, yeah, you end up with like, uh, you know, in a in a in a bad situation where you've won, you know, you've dominated all year long, and and now all of a sudden here because like you you you're saying here, you know, this this one week, I, that's why I just I prefer. Like, I get it. You know, I get it, you know, with dealing with the head-to-head aspect for fantasy football because it's, um, it yeah, it has, like, the excitement factor that Roto doesn't have. But, you know, I, I don't need to do it for baseball. I don't need to do it. I, you know, I wouldn't want to do it for basketball either because of what you're just saying, you know, and, and how games played and, you know, minutes are such a, an important factor there. So, well, and the other factor you worry about now, which is why, you know, I don't go to the last week of the season is because you're going to have guys resting and sitting out, you know, so you don't want that to happen. So, yeah, I've uh, I pushed it up. Uh, yeah, the season, I believe, ends April 10th. So we're getting close. OK. All right. Well, good luck to you. Good. Best of luck to you, Adam. Thanks. You know, it's kind of funny, though, like, you know, the shortened season, we don't play week 18 of, you know, for fantasy football purposes there. Um, I heard it thrown out there. I think it was Jeff Manns who said it um, on uh, on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, uh, ending the baseball season uh, at the end of August and just leaving out September altogether because, you know, when teams fall out of it and they're bringing up prospects and, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, you're taking away, you know, that that grind from the year because you're, you know, you're bum rushed with pickups uh, and guys who are, you know, if you if you luck out and you get a kid who's going to get those at bats, it kind of changes the dynamic there. I mean, if we if we leave off the last week of of football and you're doing the same thing with basketball, right? 
Well, because stars sit out when guys are clinched and, and rest. You, right. you, so, you, you don't see it as much. I don't think it's as big of a factor in baseball. No? No, definitely not. That I wouldn't slice off a month. Uh, pitchers, people, pitchers getting pe- shut down. I, I know. I can tell you exactly why people are the people who are making those arguments play fantasy football. They don't want to deal with baseball in September. Bottom line, it's not. It's not like that in baseball as much. Yeah, you could. There's look at the player pool. You have 30 teams and 25 players on a roster. It's not as significant. It's different in football. You're a star running back. They like Derrick Henry. You sit him out. That's a big factor. And basketball happens a lot. I mean, we just saw it this the other yesterday. Harden and Embiid both sat out. They weren't hurt. It was resting. And they're going to play tomorrow against the Lakers. So I think in baseball, it's not as big. And again, it's a large player pool. Yeah, you're going to you can always point out and say, oh, well, this pitcher got shut down. Yeah, the team's out of it. OK, but it's not like it's a whole long list. The hitters usually play. Maybe they sit out one game a week. If you want to cut your head-to-head seasons short in baseball to the first and second week of September, I could see that. But for Roto, play it through. Interesting. It's a good point, though, that they, uh, you know, don't want to have to cover both the overlap there between baseball and football. That's that's the bottom line. Trust it me. It does get crazy. I, because just, you know, oh, we yeah. actually we when I worked with um, the FFWC and they had some best balls for baseball. That's what they did. They ended it August thirty first. Wow. I didn't like it. Especially Roto, man. There's no reason, you know. It's not like, again, your roster is 23 starters. Like how many, I mean, what, how many teams have five, six guys shut down? I can't be that many, man. And there's usually good players on the waiver wire anyway. So I don't think you need to do it. Again, I truly believe it's because people are like, well, September baseball, we go through it, man. Those Sundays in September, if you're still in it, you got to work the waiver wire for years. Oh, seven, dude, those eight, Sundays are the worst. Leagues. Yeah. And then you're, you know, you're already had a long day answering questions in the questions in our chat for Fantasy Alarm, doing a live stream, watching football day, keeping track of everything. Oh, baseball is being played today, too. Oh, let me see what happened there. Who do I got? So, yeah, it's just those four Sundays. Usually it's four. Maybe it's five this year because they extended the season. It's it's tough, man. It's tough. It's really really is. And I'll tell you what, man, there's another argument right there for doing uh, fab all at the same time and not having them, you know, scattered throughout the day. Because, you know, during those four Sundays, which are critical Sundays. Right. I don't want to, you know, I don't have to, I can't break away from, you know, football so that I can sit there and make sure that, you know, at 10 a.m. I've got my my fab bids in there for, you know, for whatever, because, you know, it's um, what you call it, you know, somebody had it at some like ridiculous hour. I don't even it was the thing. Yeah, it was like 10 a.m. my time, 1 p.m. Uh, on the East Coast to do, you know, fab for baseball. While I'm in the middle, while I'm like neck deep in all the fantasy football stuff. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is, Adam. Maybe I just need to retire. Maybe I just need to cut down to go to one sport. Maybe. Hmm. Can you uh, can you pick up the slack for me if I decide to? For what sport? Um, you know, I don't I see that's the funny thing. Like the natural inc- inclination for most people is be like, I want to cover football, right? Because everybody covers football and football drives the bus and, and whatever. I've, I've like really, I've, I've felt 
like I said, it sounds it sounds hokey, but I've felt a loss not having baseball dominating my life over these past couple of years because of you know the changes in, in timing and and the, you know with the pandemic and all that stuff and and dealing with you know football and and you know companies changing hands and uh, everything like that that I like really. You know, I, there's like a romantic, I have a romantic attachment to baseball. I don't have that same romantic attachment to football. Football's a job. I love it, but football's a job. Baseball's still a passion. Okay. Do you feel a similar way or you, you just, you, you love everything. It doesn't matter. It's just all sports. And, and that's it. And that's yeah. No, I love that. all sports. It's just that when you do three and you include the betting aspect and DFS, it's just, oh, yeah. it becomes overwhelming. I mean, again, I've been doing less DFS. It's just something has to, I, I enjoy, like for NBA, I enjoy NBA betting more. And I used to love NBA DFS. It used to be my favorite. It's just, you know, you, you, you need you need to spend hours doing it, man. You just do, you know? Um, and it's a new day every day. And then you got to be like, all right, well, who's in, who's out, you know? And if you got to be available before lineup lock. And even for, you know, on a site like DraftKings with late swap and you got to pay attention, um, you know, so it's tough. Yeah, I dropped out of the uh, the MLB DFS world last year. I actually didn't do any MLB DFS. I might have filled in on like a hitting coach or a pitching coach um, on a on a rare occasion. But I was doing, you know, I was doing the best bets and the and the prop bets for MLB, you know, five days a week when when wager alarm was still existing. Now, you know, I don't necessarily know if I'm going to if I'm going to do that, you know, uh, and if that's the case, then I'm going to end up having to you know, I'm going to pick up back on uh, on some MLB DFS. Hmm. can be very interesting to see. Very interesting to see. Does picks wise have me do baseball again, Adam? Uh, I don't know. I'm not the person to answer that. I know you're not, which is good, which is good. Um, all right, let's take a quick time out. Let's pay some bills. And when we come back on the other side, well, more of uh, more of this. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Adam. So here we are kind of like a, a like a little bit of a slow news time. But are you getting in your uh, your 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 adequate baseball time? Did you watch Jacob deGrom pitch today? Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Of course I was going to watch. Did, uh, did you think I was going to ignore that, the uh, the, whole, the whole pod? Nah, I know. <laughs> but, hey, look, you, he came out. He was throwing 98 consistently. He struck out five of the six, five of the six outs for strikeouts. He gave up one hit to Brinson, uh, who was behind on a fastball, first pitch, second pitch. He got in front of it and hit a hard ball past the third baseman. Uh, but yeah, he looked fine, man. And I'm telling you right now, he's going to be the first pitcher off the board. Uh, I think on a online championship the other night, he went fifth overall. That's it, man. I think people just wanted to see him healthy. Uh, wanted to see him come out throwing. He was going in the second round of a lot of drafts, but I mean, he's throwing 98. Uh, you want to see how he feels tomorrow, obviously, but yeah, is there still some risk? Sure. But any pitcher, man, like how many pitchers are we already dealing with shit? Boz, Patino, Flaherty, Luis Castillo is that's the way it's going to be. Right. So I know you don't want to take that risk early, but 
any pitcher has a penchant for getting hurt. And I think the lockout is obviously going to make it a little bit worse. So I already do have some regret not taking DeGrom. I had a couple of opportunities and I've been starting with bats uh, that beat Adam Rona's draft for the NFBC. I could have taken them. Man, this whole time I thought Rick Wolf was in my league. It's not Rick Wolf. It's somebody else. Yeah, and I'm that's telling, right. You, you heard, said that on the top broadcast. Yeah, I told Rick. I'm like, can you stop sniping? He's like, what are you talking about? Like, you're in the B- NFBC, right? He's like, nope, not me. I'm like, he's like, it ain't me sniping you. I wouldn't be doing that. I was like, <laughs> oh, man, this whole time. And then I went to look up the names. I'm like, oh, shit, it's not him. They keep taking all my fucking players, man. I'm like. <laughs> so, yeah, I think so. In, yeah, so I had pick six. Uh, this started, uh, what, a week ago, a week and a half ago. I took Soto. Round two, DeGrom was there. And I was like, do I take DeGrom? But I love Jordan Alvarez. And I took Alvarez. And DeGrom went with the next pick. Well, here, I'm, I just got my uh, my draft order for um, for our friend Michael Fabiano's uh, head-to-head fantasy baseball league. And I'm picking seventh overall. And that's... Like that's kind of an interesting spot to be in there because like seventh, that's usually where people start looking at like a Garrett Cole or a Jacob deGrom. And so the question is, is do I, do I jump, do I be that bullish on deGrom there at seven? Um, knowing the fact that it's a head to head league, um, it's categories though. It's not points. So yeah, it's a little different. I don't think you need to push up the pitching as much, in my opinion. Yeah, if it were a points league, it would be a, a different story, I think. I mean, that's just, you know. But that's an interesting spot to be in right there. And if I let them go, you know, does you know does the rest of this league, do, you know, are they going to value DeGrom uh, that same way? I had to I had to ask, and, and I can't believe I, I had to ask. It's a slow draft. It hasn't started yet. So it's about to start, but I was like, "Oh shit!" You know what? Picking seventh now, I got to find out what's uh, what's what's our Otani rule, right? Like, do I get to use Otani for both? Is it a daily league? No, right? Um, yeah, it's a head-to-head daily league. I oh think it's wow! A daily league. If it is daily, and you can move them back and forth, that's what I'm talking about, right? I mean, it. I I would pick him in the top five. If yeah, I don't think he makes it to you, but then again, some people don't read the rules thoroughly, and they might not realize it. So, yeah. uh, but I'll say this: so I I went to look for the um, NFBC online championship since March 15th. They've done 22 online drafts. The Grom's ADP is 13. He's already rising, man, and I'm telling you, and he went as early as six. He's going in the first round as long as he you know, has a couple more starts and he's fine. He's going in the first round and we're going to look back. Well, again, nothing is confirmed, right? Like he could look great now, get hurt in April. Hopefully not. Um, but we might look back on something and be like, oh man, should have taken him mid second round. I could let him. But again, you can't regret it. You make the best decision at the time. You know, you know, two, three weeks ago, there was a lockout. We haven't seen him throw. We don't know his status. So you don't want to risk it. And now he comes in and he's throwing 98. So we'll see how he feels over the next couple of weeks. But I mean, it was a great time. Um, and he was getting swings and misses. Um, fastball looked good. So yeah, he he looked good. I mean, that's what you want to see. Yeah, it definitely, you know, it was, it was so funny too, because he was pitching while we were on the fantasy alarm show. And and I and I like I heard Bowden flinch. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's so funny because we were joking around about it, being like, oh, my God, he's going to start pitching at seven. 
We're going to be on the air at this point. At one point, he I heard him gasp, right? And I and I immediately stopped what we were talking about. I was like, what did what what did, what did Degrom do? So yeah, striking out five of seven, and Bowden seems to think that 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 hit that he did allow that Escobar should have had that. It was hit hard though, but yeah, he could have had it, but it was hit hard. Uh, Brinson got ahead of it. He was sitting on fastball and he got ahead of it. But I mean, look, I know I'm a Mets fan, but DeGrom is just exciting for baseball, man. Whenever he pitches, you got to watch. I mean, the numbers he put up last year were just insane. So it's good for baseball. Um, obviously, it's good for Mets fans when you have DeGrom Scherzer. You just want to see them stay healthy. I did see, though, and this shit scares the shit out of me. DraftKings Sportsbook tweeted out today. The Mets are the most bet team to win the World Series. 15% of the bets. Stop, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, you're stop. done. Stop. Stop. You're, you're done. That's it. Don't public, bet on them. Please. Public money is the worst, dude. It is the worst. Trust me. I know, bro. I don't want to <laughs> see this shit. <laughs> bet on the Dodgers, man, or the Braves. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. Um, I, You know, I'm, I, I was going to plan on doing this anyway. I wasn't going to make my pick without checking it. But now I just look here. It's not only is it daily roster moves, but it is head-to-head points also. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm like, like Otani for me is a must, right? Yeah, I would be. Surprised. And then if I can, if I can grab like one of the top ace pitchers there in the second round, come on. Yeah, I. If someone's reading the rules correctly, they should not be letting Otani fall. Like he, in my home league, the guy who won last year had him. And we're a daily league. I mean, it's just so valuable. And now, did you see the rule that they changed today? Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, he can he that um, the pitcher can stay in as the DH. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty big. Um. All right. Well, let's see. Here's the other. so picking first is Tristan Cockroft. I could see him snagging Otani. Uh, Ani Streeter is picking second. There's zero chance that he has the brains to take. <laughs> right? Zero chance. Um, yeah, he's making bets right now as we speak. Right? I know, right? I don't know who the three people are after that. And then I got Fabiano in front of me. So, you know, listen, if they bite it, Trey Turner, Jose Ramirez, Juan Soto, Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero, and maybe like Acuna or Harper. Right. Or if somebody goes with like Garrett Cole, Fabs could go after Garrett Cole. He's a Yankee fan. Yeah. Oh, this this is going to be fun. If uh, if Otani falls to me, yeah, just look at the scoring, though, and see what the balance is between pitching and hitters or run it through the. Yeah, I'm gonna run, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm running it through mm-hmm. the input, whole thing. Yeah. Input everything. And then you don't even need to go like if it's like, oh, this one's 620 and this one's 619. Obviously, but just kind of look at the projections. Maybe you feel differently, but yeah, it's best to do that and then make an assessment. By the way, our old buddy, um, remember I got burned by Trey Young last week? Oh, that son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight he's at the Garden and he loves playing at the Garden, obviously, in the playoffs, the whole situation with the fans. So his uh, prop was, I think, 27 and a half, maybe close to 28 and a half. I was like, and I have him in my playoff league. So it's halftime. He's got 24 points. At halftime, he's got 24? Yeah, 24 yeah. points, five assists. He loves playing at the Garden, man. And I was like, should I take it? And I was like, yeah, he burned me the other night. Nah, yeah, 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from three-point range, five assists. 
Hey, I'm happy though. Cause I got him in the playoffs and I, I could use, I could use a 40 point game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you get it. I genuinely hope that you get it. Oh, well, you see, want now, it too like, because you want the Knicks to get eliminated in there. They're getting I think closer. That, I think the Knicks are, aren't the Knicks. No, like, not yet. There's still, there's still hope, but they, if they lose tonight, if they lose tonight, um, they're six games behind Atlanta because they're playing Atlanta. So yeah, it's getting close. Cause yeah, this would be, they'd have 10 games left, six games behind Atlanta and they play Charlotte on Wednesday and Charlotte if they lose if they lose to Atlanta tonight, they'd be seven behind Charlotte, and then Charlotte could push that to eight on Wednesday. So yeah, if they kind of lose these two games Tuesday night and Wednesday, then it's pretty much done. All right, yeah. Well, it says here uh, at Fish Knicks uh, that with yesterday's loss to the Utah Jazz, uh, there is now a ninety nine point two percent chance that Fish will be guaranteed their Madison Square Garden run, which is yeah. great because. I've I've already got that trip booked, man. Yeah, the Knicks essentially kind of need to win out, or they need Atlanta and Charlotte to both flop. And Charlotte's won seven of seven of ten, and they get the Knicks on Wednesday. Well, the Knicks will be on a back to back and have to travel. Not that it's far, but they have to after tonight's game to go out and travel to Charlotte. Um, and Atlanta's up at halftime, sixty four fifty five. And Julius Randle did not play on Tuesday, so yeah, it's 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 looking good for you at this point. It, it does sound like it's looking good for me at this point, which I'm really happy about. Holy shit, Adam. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the scoring in this league. And man, I am, I am, I, I wish I wasn't doing it right here, right now. Um, but I'm glad that I am because there's like yeah, total bases are now involved here, but no home runs. No run scored total bases. Well, total bases, it's just, I mean, if you hit a home run, it's four. It's the same right. Thing. No, I got you, but you know, still. So total bases. Um, yeah, all right. I guess, you know, I can just yeah, because I'm gonna have to do that. So it's two points for a double then. Yeah, it's the same thing. I guess they just wanted to what make it shorter and be like, oh, total bases instead of putting one for a single, two for a double, three for a triple. Hmm. Mm. All right. Jeez. Yeah, real real pain in the ass, huh? Real pain in the ass. I'm gonna have to go and, and figure this out. Um, all right. So uh so what else we got going on here for you? Uh you're you're happy about DeGrom, we get that. Um, anything else in the fantasy community that's uh shaking you up right now? No, man, I'm just trying to keep up with all the baseball news. I mean, ADPs are changing a lot. Um, you know, I've been doing draft champions. It's amazing how some players have moved up now that we know they have jobs. So kind of just following that, tweaking everything. There's still a few free agents to sign. Conforto's one of the big ones. Um, we're still waiting to see some closure situations. Oh, Lazardo is a guy I think that's moving up now. A guy was throwing like 98 today. I have Dude, to yeah, him. everybody was nuts over him, yeah. huh? I was, I mean, he's a late pick. He's worth taking. I took him in tout wars, like in the reserve round. Like that's the type of guy you want to take late. A uh, guy with prospect pedigree that's failed now going to Miami. And we did see him with Miami last year. It wasn't great, but the velocity's up. Who else? Was there someone else I saw the velocity was up to? Yeah, there was a couple guys where I saw velocity was up. A couple I saw velocity down. But yeah, I mean, the velocity up always is, is something that you want to pay attention to. Um, so yeah, you're kind of just monitoring stuff, but Everyone knows, oh, spring doesn't matter. You'll see. Lazardo's going to move up. DeGrom's definitely moving up. 
Um, I think Bobby Witt homer today, right? Yeah. Bobby Witt did homer today. Mm-hmm. Oh, he hit it a ton too. It was great. Nice Only O'Cruz, Cruz has a couple home runs. I'm so mad. I didn't. He went in the reserve round of my fucking labor auction earlier this month, and I was picking late, and I had it. So I was like, oh, O'Neill Cruz and O'Cruz. He went. But I did get Joe Adele, who did homer today as well, and he tweaked his batting stand. So, you know, um, you know I'm always so you're, take- you're in on you're in on on O'Neill Cruz. Uh, how is that dude going to stay at shortstop? He's never I don't know. Stay yeah, he's six foot seven. I know. <laughs> well, no, I, it depends on the price. That was the reserve round. It was a, that was a 12 team league. I was like, oh, my God, in the reserve round, I'm going to take a shot. But I was at the I think I was 10th out of 12. So I had no shot. Someone took him before me. Um, I'm not going to be aggressive and go crazy and pay for him. But if he's cheap, I haven't I actually don't have him anywhere. But I wanted him in that reserve round. Uh, but, yeah, there's a chance he doesn't start the year with the, the Pirates, though. That's something else to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you know, with this spring, you're just following everything, making sure guys are healthy, looking at batting orders, who has a job, who doesn't, um, you know, pitchers with velocity. I mean, I have my home league auction on Saturday, so I'm not going to have, you know, as much information as in the past, but, you know, and then I, I got a NFPC main event on April 3rd, uh, GST league, April 6th, and maybe, maybe do an NFPC online championship as well. So, you know, at least I have a, couple drafts later and i know this weekend is the big nfbc weekend in vegas oh yeah that's right somebody was asking me if um if uh if i was going to be in vegas and the answer was no yeah me too i mean if i was going to do it in person i would do new york but maybe one of these years i mean i know they say the Vegas one, obviously, they have big parties out there and all that stuff. But uh, and a lot more industry guys were playing in it, too. A lot more industry guys were playing. Yes, I, I did hear that. I did actually hear that. Um, well, all right, man. Well, stay on top of all the news. I've got that that fantasy roundup, the fantasy baseball roundup. I put that up. Um, you know, I mean, for me, it's the morning. Uh, for you guys, it might be late morning uh, when that usually pops up. But, yeah, I comb through all the uh, the latest news and injuries and signings and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, and now that we're moved into spring training, we're going to start handling like the position battles and and all that fun stuff there that uh, that, that you're going to need to know. So, well, now that um, now that I just plugged in all of my scoring here, I'm going to have to go and and fix something because. They don't have Shohei Otani listed as a utility guy here. But his points or his points, his fantasy points, uh, seem really, really low. Hmm. Really, really low. Needless to say, I'm not going to have Shohei Otani because Tristan Cockroft just took him first. He did. It started. Yeah. Wow. Yep, see? It, he, he, he just small. started, and he. Took I don't. Him first. I don't. I don't know him very well, um, but he seems pretty sharp. He's extremely sharp. Yeah. Yes. And I know Scott Angle worked with him and always spoke highly of him. So not that Scott opinions matter because he's kind of lost. Just kidding, Scott. <laughs> but no, yeah, he seems like he knows what he's doing. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Hmm. This is uh, that's uh, I'm going to have to we're going to have to see about that. Or maybe just because of the way this scoring is that Shohei Otani isn't as valuable. I don't know, man. They've got him projected at 30 home runs. With 89 RBI and 84 runs scored and 18 stolen bases. And yet I just put in that scoring format 
and he comes out to 357.7. What are strikeouts? Minus one? Strikeouts are minus one. That might be why. He does strike out a lot. Ah. Ah. But still, though, even so, man, that's still the ability to use him daily when he's hitting and then you get his pitching, too. That has to that that makes him more valuable. I mean, he does walk, though. I mean, what's a walk is one point, right? Yep. Yeah. So, okay. based on last year, when you do his strikeouts and walks, it's it's about negative uh, about negative ninety four. So you take ninety four off already, but uh, twenty six doubles, eight triples, though. I mean, yeah, we're not projecting forty home runs a game, and then he's got to stay healthy. Mm, caught stealing to, eh, I, but the pitching makes him extremely valuable. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. There, I think the pitching makes him incredibly valuable. Well, because what you're doing is is that you know think about if you're um, you know what the. Sorry, if you uh, you know, if you think about what what you're adding to the total there, right? So I mean, even if you're saying you know three hundred, you know whatever it is, what it, oh, and I this is ask someone because I don't know how the software is going to do it. So if he pitches and throws six innings and then hits a home run in the eighth, do you get the home run that day? Because that's that's always the question that I want that, that I need answered because right? of the software like, is, I don't, you know, these software, they said one of the people, uh, the complaints were, well, the software does not deal with this. OK, guys, he's been in the late couple of years now. Figure it out. <laughs> I mean, so that's what I would want to know. So, oh, you know what? I, I you know what? Because he's in my CBS league. That's going to be a factor where the guy has him. And he's like, hey, Otani pitched six innings today and then he homered. It's not showing the live scoring. Maybe I'll ask CBS now because that, that's not my I mean, they're going to ask me as commissioner, but I have no control over that. But that's that's an interesting question that I want to know. How's the software handling that? Because technically it should count. It's a new rule. It is a new rule. What the fuck? I think I screwed something up here. I'm very confused. Go figure it out. I'm, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go figure it out. And I'm not going to do Before it. Before your expense, pick comes up. <laughs> right? I'm not going to do it at the expense of everybody listening in here being like, fucking get it, get your shit together, Bender. So we're just going to call it a day right now. And we'll be back tomorrow uh, in no time. For Adam Ronis, I'm a very confused Howard Bender. And we'll catch you next time.